0: The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable.
1: What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, my brother Mark is going to talk about what it means to be a backseat driver.
0: That's true. It's a true story. We all have them. Yep. We absolutely all have them. But maybe you're probably not thinking the same way I am. That's what's going to make today
1: fun. I'm, I'm super excited about it's it. It's going to make I'm today super fun. Excited what you're bringing because I have be, no
0: idea. I love plays on words. Yep. And that is a play on words. Okay. But before I even get rolling, yep. before I get rolling, um, you're going to talk about something that we all do every single day. That we do. Every single day, we make assumptions. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, and maybe a lot of you, yeah. assumption does one thing. It makes it of me and you. True story. So you're going to share something with us. I think it's kind of personal. Uh, yep. Knowing you, and once again, I have not heard this stuff. Um, knowing you, I feel like it's probably going to be a little bit personal. It because is. Because making assumptions is a judgment. Yep. Uh, and we all need to be careful about that because... At the end of the day, uh, we're all God's children, yep. so uh, we need to be welcoming. That we do. So I'm going to give it back to you.
1: That we do. Yeah, before we get rolling, guys, uh, of course, we're going to shout out Visionary Meals, our sponsor for today, a healthy meal prep service. Yeah. Um, guys, I can attest myself, You know, we all are always on the go, bang, 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 one thing to another. Um, today I was fortunate enough to have a healthy meal on with, with me while I was on the go guys. So, uh, between some clients and some meetings today, I was able to smash a meal with me, did not have to stop through any fast food and feel like crap for the rest of the day fueled myself. So later I could fuel my workout. Yeah, healthy absolutely. Meal prep.
0: absolutely. So. It's not, we get caught up so much time in like this motivational stuff and we get caught yeah. up so much in this mental state of mind where i got to feel good mentally but yeah. really if you don't feel good physically your mental game is going to suck it's true so visionary meals provides that it's a great meal it tastes terrific this is not a diet i want people to understand <laughs> right. that this is the a lifestyle heart, this is a hearty meal yeah that's going to come to you and it's going to allow you to live that lifestyle and be the best you correct yeah yeah so fantastic no we're thankful for visionary meals
1: yeah thank you mark very good so guys um like Mark said, we do, we do this on a daily basis yeah. every single day. I know myself. I'm guilty of it on a constant daily basis, um, and that is assumptions. We constantly, um, as human beings, we, we assume things, assume things we shouldn't. Uh, maybe we assume things and we're, we're actually correct at times, um, but I think we cross a boundary and, and, and enter those dangers of, of assuming um, something about a person, um, yeah. A place, whatever it might be, situation, a situation yeah. of anything, and it can it can come back and bite you in the butt. Yeah, um, sometimes worse than others. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a little story. I'm gonna dive into it by painting you guys a picture of actually a story of myself. And, and how, you know... It's odd.
0: It's odd. We're going to talk about you. Okay. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> this, I'm teasing. Very good. No, it's okay. Very
1: good. No, I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's good. See, he's making assumptions already that, like, I'm just this bad guy or something, right? Yeah, I love no, it. Very good. I love it. So, growing up, guys, um, I, I'm going to take it way back. I'm talking first grade, okay? First kindergarten. Um, before I get started into... Um, IQ and testing and stuff like that at such a young age. that stuff is so hard to read, and and we all often wonder how accurate you know or how smart really is sure. is someone at that age. And you know, a lot of those things can be deciphered through social skills. Um, I, you know, I see it in your your little girl, Hallie, um, more times than not. You know, I I know she excels in her her schoolwork, but just her social yeah. skills, she's she's very. Um, uh, advanced, maybe we'll call it. No, yeah, um, I'm is. sure you guys she get has that. Four a lot. older siblings, for sure, and yeah, definitely. So she had
0: to learn quickly how to communicate. Correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you know, measuring that stuff can be hard, but um, the reason I'm bringing that up is, you know, I was at least told through on paper testing um, and through, you know, just teachers and my parents and um, adults involved in my life at that age that I was at least where I was supposed to be in, in my learning stages of life. Standard. Correct. Very standard. Yeah, very good. Um, And at second grade, in second grade, um, I had a life-altering event happen. Okay. And it was an event that truly changed my educational learning um, for the rest of my life to this day, honestly. And it was one day at recess, we we were playing soccer. That was probably our first mistake. We were playing soccer. Um, sorry, I'm a football junkie, guys. So sorry, soccer fans out there. But we were playing soccer, and um, my feet got tangled up with a rather large, larger kid than me. Um, actually, one of my best friends. And our, we, I, was, I was heading towards the goal. My feet got tangled up. And next thing I know, um, well, next thing I know, minutes later, I, I don't know where I'm at. Okay. Our feet got tangled up.
0: Second year, like you're in second grade. Second grade. Okay. Yes. Our feet got tangled up. Eight years old. Yeah. Whatever you are in second grade.
1: Okay. Smacked the ground hard. Um, And this is, this is what I've been told. I smacked the ground hard, blacked out, um, fell on top of a rock, had a kid probably twice my size fall on top of me. And I was told that um, my peers, my students, my friends helped me up. And I crumbled back down to the ground. I am. I'm out cold. I'm knocked out. I'm unconscious at this point. And, um, I I I got rushed into the nurse, nurse's office. And if you would ask my mom to this day, she's still irate that a squad was not called. A squad was not called, and
0: I'm. I'm your mom, who's a medically trained professional. Correct. So yes.
1: yes. Okay. Um. And I, again, I don't remember this event. I'm going off of what I've been told. Sure. And, you know, I, I went to the nurse's office, and um, uh, long story short, I had a very, very severe concussion. Okay. Um, ended up getting tests and studies done um, at Ohio State Medical, um, the best of the best, going through phases of MRIs and all types of brain tests on what truly happened, because it wasn't just a minor concussion at this point. They they diagnosed it as something a lot more severe. Um, excuse me, I don't really remember the medical diagnosis that they called it. I mean, it was a concussion. I'll, I'm going to make that clear. But um, basically, um, and and to dumb it down, they they told me I I damaged part of like my memory lobe or um, either the right or left side. Uh, medical professionals out there, you guys would know. I I, I don't remember exactly, um, but I damaged it pretty bad. That from that day on, it would dramatically changed the rest of my life the way I learn. Um and from that day on um it truly did. You know, I I was put into I was put into classes that um now don't don't get me wrong, I was still very socially normal. Um you know, I still was able to go to the same sc- school obviously, same classrooms as other kids, but I learned I I learned very differently now. Um I needed things explained in deeper detail. I needed one, more one on one attention, especially um, from from that the, those early times. And you know, as I pro- progressed in my educational career, you know, middle school, high school, and then then college, it, it got it got a lot better. And you know, I was well, yeah. able I, maybe you learn how, you how to facilitate yourself. You learn how to facilitate yourself. Adapt, yeah. adapt and overcome. So that's exactly what I had to do. Um, but as I was going through, we're going to fast forward actually through my intermediate days. So fourth, fifth, sixth grade years, um, I was in what what you call an IEP, um, okay. individual educational plan, or something like
0: that—an assistance program for students, basically. Sure. Yes,
1: and um, and it, it it was very helpful. You know, it was it was providing the services that I needed at that time. Um, but one thing that I'll actually never forget. And if you ask my lovely mother, not neither will she. Um, but it was it was one day we were having a, a an assessment, a, a follow up meeting of my progress, where I'm at, kind of in my in my learning stages, am I behind? Am I catching up? Where I'm at in this whole process of you know overcoming this disability, this challenge now that I was kind of facing. Sure. And I'll never forget. Um, I actually remember I was sitting in the classroom. I wasn't a part of the meeting, but I was in the classroom so I could hear everything that was going on and this teacher, I'm not going to give any names, but looked my mother in the eyes and said, we're going to have to find an alternative route for Josh because um, he will not he will not go to college. He won't go to college. He won't succeed in college. What? How old are you? I'm fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. This lady looked at my mother in the eyes and said, we're going to have to start planning for Josh's career and his future because he will not go to college and graduate. That's some
0: strong words. Yeah. Okay. okay. And
1: my mother looked at this lady in the eye and says, you will not decide where or where not my son will not go.
0: Okay. So backstory real quick. Josh's mother, her name is Deb. Yep. She's one of the strongest, most wonderful, most genuine women I know. Yep. True story. I have a mother myself. I love her dearly. Deb is a mother to mm-hmm. geez, I don't know, hundreds of people. <laughs> right. She is yeah. amazing. And let me tell you something. The kindest woman in the whole wide world. So when Deb takes a stance, mm-hmm. that's real deal. Yeah. That's real deal. Cause when she puts her foot down, you know she ain't playing. Nope. Okay. No. I like this. Yeah. Cause I'm scared of Mama <laughs> Deb when <but> she's mad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it was it was from that day, you know, I I I I knew the burning passion and and almost just frustration, I, I think, that sure. when my mom was told that, she was like, who are you to tell, decide the success of my son? And, and you know, definitely Mama Bear, definitely kind of...
0: Do would. not limit him.
1: <laughs> no, don't, yeah. And and she, she she was very adamant Josh would not go to college. So fast forwarding um, high school, still had an IEP, was still getting individual attention when needed. Um, you know, there's... Unfortunately, students in high school, um, there's a there's a horrible stereotype with kids that have IEPs. Agreed. A horrible stereotype. Um, they're the weirdos. They're they're the they're idiots. They're not smart. They're not this. They're not that. Um, and growing up, being in that party, you know, you know, I I was able to because I was that jock at school, but sure. then that guy that had to go to these individual classes. Sure. And I got to almost feel, you know, indirectly from individuals. You know, just the the what do you want to call it? Like the scrutiny, what, the scrutiny. Yeah, about it, and 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 being in those classes, being with students that that I could tell are winners, and kids that yeah. that are going to do big things, just in different routes and different ways, and have a different way of learning. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna not bore you guys with that whole with going on and on about having to overcome with all that stuff because I want to really dive in. Um, to this topic, but long story short, to that teacher, I graduated high school with a three-point plus GPA. Um, I was a 12-year letter winner and yep.
0: three different sports. Soon to be Granville Hall of Famer. Let's not lie.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. Your brother's
0: already there. <laughs> I
1: don't know about that.
0: Shout out to you, Tyler. I went
1: on. I went on to Wittenberg University. Um, playing four years of college football, winning three NCAC conference championship rings, got a degree in sociology, specialized in criminal justice with a minor in sports management.
0: Okay, now time out before you go further. Hold (laughs) on, hold on. Yeah. Your freshman year, there were how many kids? At football? Yes. 90. Okay. How many of them were at your senior year? Less than 20. And how many of them graduated?
1: Uh, The call like from WIT?
0: No, from your group, how many of them graduated from WIT? Uh, All of them. So the 20 kids that were there your senior year, all of them graduated? Yes. Okay. So out of that much percentage, only that 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 percentage of them actually graduated. Correct. So the kid with the IEP basically beat all the odds. Correct. Okay. Yes. Lots Very of good. other kids who didn't have an IEP yes. couldn't do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank <laughs> you, exactly. thank you, fourth, fifth grade teacher. I yeah. appreciate you. <laughs> right. Love and, motivation.
1: And I'm not done. To to that teacher, I did all that and I am now running a growing company by myself. Um, actually two in the process of three, um, and, uh, and have m- so many more achievements to come. Oh yeah. And guys, yeah. I'm, I'm to that teacher. Thank you. I appreciate the the motivation and there's no hate, there's, no, hate, there's no, no anger, um, not at all, but you lit a fire, you did lit a fire. And so I appreciate that. But my question is that kind of brings us into our topic. Who are we to assume yeah. as individuals? Who are we to assume, and why? Why is it so common as 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 this society to do that? Uh, because, guys, it has to stop. It's it's unacceptable. Um, you you are you you're tearing down people that don't have the confidence that they need to walk with on a daily basis, and and truly setting a lot of these people up for failure that maybe that don't have the support. Um, and if they're if they're ones that do need the support. By you assuming what they are what they're going to do or what they're not going to do is not going to help them in any way shape or form,
0: no, I mean what we're doing is we're creating a we're creating barriers, mm-hmm. and we're separating I mean we're talking about going back to civil rights times, yeah and I'm not talking color, I'm talking intelligence for sure you've created this barrier, you're not good enough to talk to me because you're not this smart and you need this extra help, and I don't yeah, when the reality is is it's not true. I mean, yeah. I have a niece who you know you've trained her. She had an IEP. Mm-hmm. She is now employed by Ohio State, right? And she's also entering into nursing school. Yep. Just because you need a little assistance at a time does not make you less worthy. Correct. Those who don't need that, count your blessings. Good for you. For I'm sure. proud of you. Yeah, that's but awesome. But for those who don't, who those who don't have that and they need something, yeah. why is that a problem? Yeah. Why is that a problem?
1: But. There's so many categories, guys, in our life that we do this. Oh. You know, and I, I'm i guilty of it, like I said at the beginning of the show. I. So I'll never forget. I'll never forget. And, you know, I'm going to kind of contradict what I just said a little bit. You know, I'm going to be that teacher in a way. Um, you know, Maybe not so much. But I, I was talking to a high school graduate um, a little while ago, and I proposed a question. I said, so, where are you going to college? And they just had this, like, like shame on their face. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, I'm actually not going to college. And I was like, I had to check myself. I was yeah. like, who who am I to assume well, that society, they have the
0: money to go to college? Well not only that, but society trains us that after high school this is what you do. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And they're, I'm they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's okay. That's nothing it's not wrong with everybody. that. Not for everybody. I said not for nothing everybody. wrong with that. I was like, so what? Like, what are your plans? And they were actually like, I'm actually, you know, my I do have plans to go to college. I'm going to take a couple years and and raise some money to do so. Absolutely good for them. I said, good for you. Absolutely. Because who am I to assume that they can afford it? Who am I to assume that their parents have the money to support yeah. them to go to college? It happens left and right. Yeah. And and who am I to assume that? Maybe they're taking another career path because, like Mark stated, this is our society has, has formed us and shaped us to believe that college is the, the only and the, the next right. route after, after high school. Which isn't the case. No. I know a ton of successful people. I know you do too, of people that didn't go to college.
0: Well, first of all, at the rate of which tuition continues to rise, I don't blame any of these kids. You kids out there that are thinking maybe I should go work for a little bit. Maybe I should enter into the military. Maybe I should follow a different path. Maybe I should go to a smaller school that doesn't get the name recognition to get my education. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Do it. Do you know why? You're gonna save yourself heartache, you're gonna save yourself a headache, and you're going to save yourself a lot of stress. Because at the end of the day, it ain't the school on it, it's that certificate saying that you are capable of learning this study. Correct. That's what matters. I don't care where it came from. You get there how you can get there.
1: Yeah. Very good. No, that's exactly right. And I think there's there's all there's a, a billion examples, guys, how how we constantly assume things. And you know, for my for my entrepreneurs, you know, I, I thought of this idea. You know it's it's so common you know for people to think oh they're an entrepreneur they run their own business they own their own company they must be
0: loaded. Sure, sure. No. You're broke. You're broke. <laughs> You're broke. You're
1: broke and guys you I know a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of individuals that own their own company that are very successful at $40,000 a year. Yeah, You know what? Good for them because that $40,000 a year, that's their own time. They make their own schedule. They do this. They do that. That $40,000 can easily equate to $60,000 a year.
0: Well, they answer to themselves. Correct. At that point in time, the only person that's stopping you is you. Yeah. So yeah, $40,000 not given to you by somebody else or an entity. Right. That's plus you earned it. That's you earned yours. yours, Yes, that's a different feeling. And you're correct. You, you very I'm not knocking people that work for somebody. I'm not, no, 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 no. I I myself am not an entrepreneur in the sense in which you're talking, right? Um, and I'll talk about this later, but there's nothing wrong with that. I've always worked for people, yeah, always. There's there's nothing nothing wrong with with that, nothing wrong with that,
1: nothing wrong with it at all. But I, I wanted to make that point is because, as more so as my as our upcoming entrepreneurs. Don't go in the field of entrepreneurship because you think it's an easy ticket to a lot
0: of money. It's so funny he says this because I'm here. I'm here to tell you if you're listening right now, stick around for like another 20 minutes because <laughs> I'm gonna punch all over this. I love it. Yeah, I, I am. I for am sure. because we we get into things. It's it is. It's funny because assumptions kind of flies into what I'm gonna say a little bit, but we make these assumptions on how things are supposed to be, right. how things are going to be, yeah. what's ex- expected of me. Yeah, and the reality is, is you're wrong. Right, you're wrong for sure. You're absolutely wrong. Because at the end of the day, your life should balance on passion, mm-hmm. passion, passion. Yeah. I don't care what the dollar signs say.
1: Not at all. Because entrepreneurs, listen up, or you know, any even individuals working at nine to five, or you know, yeah. you report to somebody. You know, if you're chasing the dollar song, do- dollar signs, it's it won't last long, guys. It won't last long. the The top one percent make $400,000. You guys know how much money that is?
0: That's a ton of money. That's, a
1: ton of, That's money. a ton of money. I'm not saying if don't go don't go chasing what you want, but don't don't chase something for the dollar sign because you will always end up regretting it. You will either fail, you will either end up being miserable. Chase purpose, chase passion, chase love, you name it. It's
0: it's not it's not that you fail because you're chasing money. That's not why you fail. You fail because you never can get there. Right. Because it's never enough. You're never satisfied. When you're chasing joy, when you're chasing passion, when you're chasing the purpose of what you're doing, right? You start out there. Mm-hmm. You start out there. So the little wins are big wins. And I'm telling you, everybody that's listening to this and watching this, I'm I'm promising you right now, as God is my witness, we do not discuss our topics before no. we come in here. Mm-hmm. We do not. It's it's amazing. God is amazing because I promise you, I'm going to touch on this here in a little bit. Yeah. Because it is so true. Yep. We have gotten ourselves, America has gotten themselves into this moment or this uh, lifestyle of, you know, robotics. Right. This is what we do. This is what we say. This is how we treat people like this. This is who you are. This is what society says you're, it's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Flipping this a little bit, guys, um, you know, assumptions are going to happen no matter what. We all what, do it. We're not perfect. We're, we're all going to do it. And like Mark and I do it every day. I'm over here preaching a topic on it and I do it. Um, I'll probably do it before I go to bed tonight or whatever. And you by know? the way,
0: I need to hear this topic just as much as everybody <laughs> For else. For sure. It's a great reminder. My wife is at home right now saying, he needs this. <laughs> yeah, okay? Yeah. I promise no you. No doubt.
1: No doubt. But something to remember since... Us as human beings will always make assumptions no matter what. Yeah. Are you presenting yourself how you would like to be perceived? It's the golden rule. Are you presenting yourself how you would like to be perceived? Now, I I didn't say, are you presenting yourself in, in the others in the way that others want to see you? No. No, no, no. Because no, no. I want yeah. you to be yourself. We talked about not being fake. All right. And I'm also going to talk about not conforming to society. Please don't. If you want, if you want. Tatted up left and right, good for you. Go do it. If you want gauges in your ears, good for you. Go do it. Whatever, guys. Don't conform to society. But just know, just know that assumptions will be created. So as long as you are perceiving yourself in the way that you would like to be perceived, then you have nothing to worry about. No. You have nothing to worry about. Walk with pride. Walk with pride. But if, if, if you, you know, are afraid or you want to dodge assumptions being created by others, if you're doing something that that is a, a norm and a stereotype that people do it, just know you are going to receive it from this them. This is what
0: you can expect. Correct. Whether it's right or wrong. I'm not saying that, but that's what you can expect. Yes,
1: exactly. So don't conform to society, but knowing first impressions are important. And they that are. and they that are. goes from, you know, first impressions to Uh, you know, meeting a girl or meeting a boy for the first time, or meeting their parents for the first time, guys. I think meeting the parents, Mark could probably go all day about. uh, That's (laughs) another
0: uh, month-long podcast. (laughs) Uh, Any any young men out there listening to this that want to date my daughter, and I promise you, some of you are listening right now. Um, you want the cheat codes? DM us and I'll give them to you for
1: sure. He will let you know what assumptions (laughs) that are. I promise you.
0: I'm telling you the, the expectations are high. That's yeah, all I got to say. For that's sure. the nicest way I can say that. Yeah. But no, I want to I go on something that you said. You said the way you perceive yourself is the way others perceive you. So my wife and I have, we have a, we have a 20-year-old son. Mm. Um, and his past has definitely been rocky, okay, to say the least. Right. Um, but I'm really proud of the direction he's going in right now. Um, he's, he's, he's turning a leaf, whatever you want to say it. He has experienced life. Yeah. Uh, and that's a stance that Heather and I took. We took that, um, you know, obviously we can't guide him forever. Right. And we're going to have to let him experience things, which includes falling, it includes failing. Mm-hmm. And he's done that. Uh, and he's starting to sell now uh, this Cutco, you know, knives <laughs> or whatever, which you talk to anybody that's a wonderful product. My parents um,
1: actually have them. They've had them for like 40 years. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, six, six. but it's a wonderful product. Mm-hmm. But I've known multiple college students to do this. Okay. Now, the truth is, though, he thought of this on his own because mm-hmm. he starts college here in about four weeks. Okay. Um, And he said, I knew I needed to make some money on my own schedule so I can continue to support myself while I go to school. Good for him. So I told him before he left the house, I said, Jake, I said, here's a few things. Get a haircut. (laughs) Okay. Because Jake does not give a crap. And it's something that we do appreciate about him. He will not conform. He does not give a crap. He is who he is. And if you accept him, that's it. Mm -hmm. We love him. He's our son. But I told him, I said, get a haircut. Yeah. Do you know why? Because you're selling yourself as much as you're selling your product. Number one. Number two, I told him, I said, I'm so proud of you for embracing the grind Mm. because you've now noticed this is what I got to do to get where I got to go. And even though it's not something I want to do, it's something I must do. Correct. So for you entrepreneurs, for you people who are caught in the middle, there are many, 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 many times you would do things you don't necessarily want to do because that's what gets you to the home run. For sure. That's what gets you to the finish line. Don't be too proud for that.
1: No. Don't. Okay. And and just to piggyback a little bit off of what Mark was saying there guys. Unfortunately, you know, you know, I I I talked about, you know, per- perceiving yourself, you know, the way you want others to perceive you. Yeah. Now, we we do live in a a a world, a society of assumptions. And whatever you want to call it or not, you know, those individuals that you might be selling stuff to, whether you're an entrepreneur individuals you you might be applying a job for and going in to do an interview for, those individuals might, you want to quote-unquote, be old school.
0: Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah.
1: So whether you find it socially and completely acceptable and whatnot to walk in with your hair down, you know, hair in the wind, you know, down to your, your back, whatever, good for you. That's okay if that's how you want to roll. I'm telling you right now, they are going to make assumptions based off the way that fair you or unfair, fair or unfair, fair or unfair. So you need to adapt, whether you like it or not. In some situations,
0: understand that success success comes with a very um, rainbow like array of customers yeah. and employees. Yeah. Okay. So you need to be able to uh, present yourself to all different types. Correct. Okay. If you want to aim at just one single person, one single uh, type of person, one single interest, you are limiting your success for sure. So you need to make sure that you are able to conform. I don't like the word conform. You are you got to make sure that you're able to relate. Okay, I like too that. Too many different areas well and different types of people. Well put. I don't want anybody to conform. Don't do that. Don't conform. But I, you, you must be able to relate on different platforms. Yes,
1: that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah that's good. I, I, I don't think I could say it better myself, so I'm, we're going to leave it at that. Very good, Mark. Yeah. Um, lastly, guys, you know, this is a really short and sweet point, um, but as we all walk day to day, making assumptions of individuals, um, you, you, you have no idea what that person could be going through
0: that's that's a whole nother podcast. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah.
1: You have no idea what kind of home life that kid has had.
0: Some of those people have shared moments with angels. That's yeah. how I think. Yeah, for sure. So before you judge, think about that.
1: No doubt. And guys, I know <laughs> it seems really elementary, you know, to say something like that, but I think it's important that we're all constantly reminded because I constantly need to remind myself before I make assumptions of, why can't that person, you know, if they're going to go out in public, why can't they at least dress themselves better? Well, maybe they don't have anything. Why better. can't they bathe? I mean, why can't we they can go base. down a
0: list of things? I mean, the hardships—you never know until you're there, and you For never sure. know until you're involved. Yeah. And the reality is, we should be involved. We should be. What are you doing today to help somebody?
1: Yeah, make make someone's day, guys. Yeah. Instead of assuming why aren't they doing this or why did they do that, you know. Go give them a compliment or, or go go get to know them and and learn maybe why they are doing yeah. what they are doing. It's that simple. Yeah. Stop with the assumptions, guys. I myself need to do it less. Judge tough.
0: not let thee be judged. I yep. mean, and I, I'm just as sinful at it. I yep. mean, I, I will say this. If my wife were here, I promise she'd she'd have spent this entire segment staring at me, mm-hmm. doing exactly what we're saying don't do. <laughs> but she would have done that because um she walks on water daily. Um, and I can say that because I know she's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> but uh no, I, I'm bad at it. Be- yeah. And I'll tell you why. My expectations of myself are high. For sure. So therefore, I, I project my expectations on others, and that's unfair. Mm-hmm. That is unfair. Because I have created my own lifestyle. You've created your own lifestyle. We create our own expectations. We create uh, the, uh, our, the way we wake up every morning, our daily habits. Yeah. Not everybody's had that. Right. They don't, they don't not only know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't expect that from them. So really, we need to be more Christ-like. Correct. We need to uh, show more love and grace yep. before we show our butts. That's right. To put it nicely. Yep. Yeah. That's a great topic. That's good. good Thanks, job. buddy.
1: Yeah. So as we make this transition, guys, what is what else is this sponsor, or This podcast brought to you by? Yeah. No. I'm,
0: I'm telling you, I want to take my time on this because I've screwed this up multiple, 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 <laughs> multiple times. We have a wonderful production company. Okay. Wonderful production company. Yeah. Um, and his name is Lincoln. He's a fantastic guy. He owns a company called Tip Hat Media. I'm hoping he's putting some stuff uh, you on it. your visual aid right now. If you're on SoundCloud and you, you can't see this, look this guy up. Okay, I'm promising you. He will take you to the next level. I mean, we talk about companies all the time that provide a service. This man does not provide a service. He Mm. creates a future. He does. Okay, that's what he does. He doesn't give you today. He creates tomorrow for you. Whether it's through his video, whether it's through his production skills, whether it's through his audio skills, the drones. This guy makes highlight videos that make literally dead people look alive. (laughs) Yes. I mean, the kid is unbelievable. I try to tell him every day how proud I am of him, his skill level, it's through the roof, mm-hmm. okay? So Tip Hat Media, tiphatmedia.com. Yep. On Instagram, it's at tiphatmedia. Yep. Find this kid, okay? I'm here to tell you. Uh, real estate, uh, athletes, mm-hmm. you know, anybody who's running a small market business, but even if you're running a big market business, nothing's yeah. too big for Tip Hat Media. The kid's got the equipment. He's got the knowledge. This guy is the guy to look out for. For sure. So and link in at Tip Hat Media.
1: And guys, even just to add to some of his skill sets, this kid is able to... Um, you know, if you're, if you're out of state or something, you're like, man, I got some, I got some work. I got some already created stuff, some footage that I just don't know what to do with. Send it his way. He can work from it from his location and send it back to you. I'm telling you the best product that you'll find out there. There, there is no better.
0: I'm here to tell you, you guys hear us as a finished product. Before we're a finished product, <laughs> we send this guy garbage, Ugly. okay? We send this guy garbage, yeah. and he brings us out looking like we're a seven-course meal. <laughs> sure. okay? I'm here to tell you. I here. we would not be who we are. We would not have the success. Um, tip at Media, at Lincoln, he's, he's the guy. Check Correct. him out, okay? Check him out for yep. real. Fantastic. Good stuff. Good stuff. Money worthwhile well spent. No doubt. Yeah, invest in yourself. <laughs> I, love I got podcast topics flying off my head right now. <laughs> no, um, I had a crazy week. Okay. I had a really crazy week. A lot of uh, a lot of emotions. Um, you know, my wife uh, graduated. Well, she graduated from college again uh, a couple yeah. months, or about a month ago. But she just passed her boards again, which is huge. I don't know if anybody's taken uh, boards for your RN. Very stressful. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm continuing to help my mother out with a, a, an investment home of hers. Um, I got a little brother named Josh Link who sits beside me who's <laughs> trying to, re- you know, build this kitchen so uh, he can take the company to a next level. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy.
1: A you know, it's, going a on. Cra- it's a crazy a going week. on.
0: Uh, my head's spinning. You know, my for son's sure. battling for a starting varsity quarterback position, which like, weighs yeah. heavy on my heart. And uh, I, I wish him the best. Um, you know, he's a good kid. So it's just been nutty. Right. But thinking about you, thinking about her. Um, and I was watching SportsCenter, which I rarely do, but I caught myself watching SportsCenter one morning, and here's this guy named Anthony Davis. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's ginormous. He's a famous NBA player, and they're doing an interview because he just switched teams, and I normally don't, don't care about this stuff. I'm not a big professional sports guy. Right. I like sports at the you know, the heart of things. Sure. I play because I love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Friday night, smell of dude, yeah. dirt. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I love it. it. You know The click-clack of the cleats on the hard mm. Love it gets me fired up now. I'm ready to to run through a wall. Um, But he said something that really struck me. The lady asked him, and she said, you know, what made you move? And he said this. This is what he said. He said, I decided I was going to stop listening to everybody else, and I was going to start listening to myself. Hmm. And I was going to do what made me happy. And I'm sitting thinking, this is a guy, multi-millionaire. I mean, the guy signs like a four-year, $100 million deal. You can't spend that much money. No. (laughs) And he's sitting here telling me, That he has spent the last so many years listening to other people tell him to live his life. Why? Why? They're not out there playing ball. No. They're not six foot ten, dunking on people, running in the MVP race, taking a team to the playoff. You are. Yeah. And yet you're telling me that there's all these other things that are telling you how to live your life. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. Me too. Hmm. Me too okay i like where you're going i'm like he's right what am i doing why am i listening to this and i'm like who's my backseat driver who's my backseat driver it ain't hallie now hallie will tell me she'll change the channel turn this up Mm. i want this song (laughs) i'm not talking about that yeah i'm talking about life in life we talk about a journey we talk about chapters you can describe it in so many ways. It doesn't matter. You can say you're on the journey of a lifetime. You can say that this is a new chapter. This is a new chapter. I'm writing this book of life. Whatever you want to say, I'm here to tell you, the baggage you carry is your choice, mm-hmm. number one. And number two, you will live that life based on your choice. You can either follow this and follow this, which I pointed to my head and I pointed to my heart, or you can follow everybody else. Right. And if you're following everybody else, that means someone else is driving a car. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about it. here's this guy multimillionaire and I have something in common with him. I listen to too many people. Why? Not only too many people, but hold on real quick. I listen to too many emotions that can get dangerous. I listen to way too many emotions. And this goes to what Josh touched on earlier. you entrepreneurs, I'm going to talk to two sets of people today because we only got you know maybe 20, 30 minutes. So I'm gonna to talk to my entrepreneurs and I'm going to talk to my high school kids. but first my entrepreneurs. here's the thing. number one. Why are you doing what you're doing? You better know that. Yeah. Because if you don't, chances are you're going to fall into two areas. You're either going to be running this race of building a business out of fear Mm. or out of making money. Right. And let me tell you something. Both those things are going to fail. Because if you're doing it out of fear, you will never allow yourself to exceed your expectations. And you must do that to be successful. Correct. You have to do that to be successful. And if you're chasing money, it will let you down every time. Yep. Now, thinking about this topic, I honestly surprised myself. I actually have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs. I have a lot of friends. <laughs> you do. I do. It's yeah, weird. You do. It's weird. And I thought, well, why do I have, because usually entrepreneurs hang out with entrepreneurs. <laughs> right. It's the same like business mindset. And then it stuck me today before I came here. I am an entrepreneur. Hmm. For four years, I sold myself. I was my own product. Yeah. I didn't have a business, I wasn't chasing money, I didn't have a product per se, except for me. I was fighting for hundreds of thousands of people. I was selling myself. So now if you guys guys don't know me, I really don't like the spotlight. No. Um, If you you Google my name, please don't, but if you Uh do, you're going to see countless interviews, you're going to see lots of uh, reports, newspaper articles, all these things. I really don't like the spotlight, but for four years I had to sell myself. And as I was thinking about this topic, I asked myself, "Why did I do that?" Because I don't like the spotlight. I wasn't chasing money, right? Was I afraid? I was afraid for sure. I was definitely afraid. Okay, um, there was there was a climax in which I was seeking not for myself but for my family. Mm. So there was a fear involved that motivated me. Now it wasn't a fear. That grabbed me and held me down, but it was a fear that motivated me. It was something I must complete for them. Yeah. Okay. But I was my own product. So I was like, okay, I, I get what some of these entrepreneurs are going for. Because your product is you. Correct. I don't care if you're selling supplements. I don't care if you're selling t-shirts. I don't care if you're selling meals. Yeah. I don't care what you're selling. Your product is you. Yep. If that product is not representing you well, that's your number one problem right now. That is your that's number right. one problem. If your product is designed to make money, you're going to fail. Right, You will fail because at the end of the day, the market decides what that product is worth. Mm-hmm. So are you going to let the market decide what you're worth? Is that what your decision is? the market decides what I'm worth? No. You are worth more than you ever know. Right, You are worth more. Than you ever deserve. And yet you're still here and you have this opportunity. Make your product yours. Yes. Don't do not let that product be lifted or cheated out of fear. Do not let that product be driven out of money. Mm-hmm. Let that product be an extension of who you are because you want people to enjoy your passion. Yes, I like that. Enjoy your passion. I mean, you came to me two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, you and Ash sat in our dining room table. And said, "I have something I need to tell you. I have this crazy idea." <laughs> yes, I remember. And that. you said it. I, I'm, yeah, my memory's horrible, but I remember this vividly. Uh-huh. And I looked at you and I said, "You know what? That's fantastic because no one's doing it." Right. But then we instantly fast forwarded to is why, mm. and we talked about reach, and we talked about how we can touch people, and we talked about how these meals can be bigger than just a, uh, you know, a literally a physical Product. fulfillment. Yeah. You know, I know I'm going to eat it. I know it's going to fill my belly. I know it's going to fuel me. I understand that. But that product is far more than that. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me why I say that. though. Give, give the viewer a hint of why visionary meals is more important than the product. What? Uh, give me the story about the kitchen.
1: The one that we're going to ki- now? Or the no, no, no. The, the kitchen at church. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll make this quick. Yeah. But so when this business idea was established by my wife and I, mm-hmm we we for the longest time were entertaining where if we were to do this where are we going to cook this product out of yep and when we truly got to the nitty gritty of creating our business model something we constantly reminded ourselves is in any way possible every avenue possible we are going to glorify god in yes. any way shape or form so our business slogan is envision the best you but underneath of that on all of our literatures all of our apparel whatever it may be on our packaging is first 1 Corinthians 1031 so whatever you do whether you eat or drink do it all for the glory of God amen yeah and we have plans in action to to glorify Christ through our product by hopefully one of these days um, if it is his will and his plan be able to deliver an abundance of meals to individuals that don't know maybe where their next meal is coming. That's from. right. And as we were progressing through this business model, we're like, okay, we have a great plan. How are we going to cook the food? And, you know, I'm calling kitchens left and right, you know, trying to be like, yo, we don't have the money to put up a kitchen, but we just really need to get in the space to operate out we of
0: have right a passion. Now. We got a dream.
1: Correct. And, you know, we're like, Hey, the, the church that we go to, it's got an excellent commercial uh, modern updated kitchen. I was like, well, one day after the service, let's stop in there and look, check it out. And if it's, if it's his will and his plan, then it it will be done. And so it was that night we were praying about it. And, you know, I was for the longest time, I kind of fast forwarded a lot of the, the, the the girth of the story, but for the longest time I was, um, I was denying the passion that God put on my heart. That's right. I was denying his purpose. I'm I'm going to take
0: this and I'm going to light it up here in about two seconds.
1: I was feeling everything that he was instilling in my heart. And I was like, nope, God, I went to school for sociology, criminal justice. I'm going to be a cop. That has been my passion. That has been my purpose. That has been my plan. I'm doing it. I don't care what kind of. Business model you've put on my heart. I'm already. In, I'm literally in the Columbus Academy right now, pursuing this. I'm taking the test. I'm doing everything I I need to do to fulfill this this plan of mine. But God said, No, no, no. That's not what I have planned for you. And it, it and for for weeks and months on months, I denied it. I denied denied it, and I said, Fine. If this is God's plan, you know we need a kitchen operator. Right. So the night Saturday night my before my wife and I went to church the next morning, we went to bed praying and I said, "God, I have heard everything you have told me. I have felt everything you have told me, but I th- I will continue to den- to deny that this is what you want me to do unless you are going to show me that this is what you want me to do." That's right. I need to see it. I'm done feeling it. I'm done being told it. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and we went to bed that night. And the next morning we went up Got to, went to church, excellent services always. And we're like, oh, let's go look at the kitchen. Let's, let's go see if it's, it's possible. And we walk in the kitchen, we're looking around like, oh my gosh, like kids in a candy store. are like, this kitchen's beautiful. It, it is be it's fantastic.
0: Beautiful. We feed a lot of people out <laughs> we of we the kitchen. We do. Yeah. And
1: we're like, this would work perfect. And I'm like, awesome. Well, I'll shoot, I'll shoot our pastor a text and we'll set up a meeting and you know,
0: talk about the possibilities of this. And I'm what sure. verse was in that kitchen?
1: So, and <laughs> before, we, before we left, Ashley stopped, and she said, Josh, look up. I go, look up. She goes, look up on the wall. And I look up on the wall, and up on the wall was written 1 Corinthians 1031. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. And I was like, there's my
0: sign. There's your sign. Now, see, I get passionate about this, and I'll tell you why. Because I want every single person to feel what I feel. Yeah, I do. And now some people can argue and say, okay, what you feel is fake. Jesus Christ is a story. You know what? You're right. He is a story. He's a true story. Okay? Now, we want to talk about what your backseat driver is. There's many things your backseat driver can be. Yeah. But the only right answer is, is your passion. Correct. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care who you work for. I don't care what your idea is. I don't care what your path is on. If your passion is not passion's not guiding you, yes. you are off the path. Yes. You are off the path. You are giving in and you are allowing somebody else sitting behind you to guide you 110%. where you don't want to go. Yep. Don't stop. Stop. I beg you, stop. Please. I'm not saying that what I'm asking you to do is going to be easy. I'm not saying that, but I promise you this. I promise you this right now. It'll be the most rewarding thing that you've ever done. Okay. Because I did something I did not want to do. I remember this. I came home. My wife, if she were here. She would tell you, I came home, people are begging me, Mark, I need you to do this. Mark, you need to be the face of this, okay? And I was like, I don't want to do it. I do not want to do it. I'm talking to my wife. We're sitting up in our bedroom. I said, babe, I do not want to do this. And she literally looked at me, and she pulled this out. If not you, then who? And instantly I went to, if not me, then who? If not now, then when? Yeah. And if not this, then why? Right." I was ignoring... What it is he wanted me to do. Now, at the time, it, was, it didn't feel like my passion. At the time, I didn't feel like, you know what? This is actually it. Mm. But here's the thing. We have many callings in our life. So many people get stuck on, what is my why? Right. The reality is is you have many whys. Mm-hmm. At that stage in life, at that season of the heart, my backseat driver was not me. It wasn't a passion I would have chosen for myself. But it was a passion that so many other people needed. Yeah, And you're an entrepreneur. You have something you want to share. Mm. Get rid of the fear. Get rid of the money and share with them a part of you. Yes. Give them something that they can believe in. Correct. For four years, I did so many things that were outside of my box. I traveled all over the country, did public speaking. I worked with politicians, which I'm telling you right now is a nightmare. It's like playing poker every single day. You don't know who's (laughs) who and what they're really about. So true. But at the end of the day, I remember I'm sitting there up in a balcony. uh, We're at the Ohio State House, and we win. We passed this legislation. Here, here's a boy from a little farm town in Ohio, uh, no college education. Nobody had expectations for this guy. He's just a dumb fireman. <laughs> and right. here he is, is passing a bill that is going to provide hundreds of thousands of people's families' benefits. And as I told them, when I passed this, it wasn't about the firefighters. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about the other firefighters. It was about their families. Yeah. And that's when it clicked. My passion was driving me. I'm out there and I'm giving an interview to a good friend of mine. His name is Brooks Droze. He's now out in San Francisco, he's a reporter. And he asked me, So, how do you feel? And I did not answer it. Because I'm I'm gathering all this information. And the reality is, it was clicking to me that my passion was driving me the whole time. It was my backseat driver. Yep. Because the reality is, my passion was my family. Right. And I spent four years fighting for my family. I spent four years selling myself for my family. But it—it it was at that moment when God showed me. Hmm. God said, "This is why you did that." And I could just look at Bro uh, at Brooks and I, I said, "I just feel joy." Yeah, I feel joy. Right. In the middle of all this negativity, I feel joy. Mm-hmm. You entrepreneurs, I want you to understand that. I want you to know that you have the choice of what drives you. You have the choice of what you listen to. You have the choice of what you're watching and learning from as you're walking this path. I don't care what your business is. Mm -hmm. You have the choice of what you use to motivate you. That makes a difference. Josh right now is trying to build this new kitchen with the pressures of the health department. If you're an (laughs) entrepreneur and you're in the food business, you know Mm -hmm. what that means. He can't let... You cannot let... Your backseat driver, would be fear. No. You no. can't do it. Nope. Because you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna shortcut. Right. You're gonna take chances where you don't need to. Mm-hmm. Because you think you can cheat it. You can't cheat success. No. You can't cheat success. Nope. And if it's the dollar you want to chase, I'm here to tell you something. The dollar is only dependent on what the market will set, you know, spend.
1: Right, correct.
0: Don't put your faith in other people, folks. Put your faith in yourself. Put your faith in Jesus Christ and what he built in you. That's a promise. That's the only place you need to put it. Please. Okay? That's the truth. Now, the other version of this is for my young adults and my teenagers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have two high schoolers, um, wonderful kids. I have a son soon to be in college, and I think about them often. I think about my wife who just went through college. And I think about the backseat drivers. I think about the pressures of society. Mm-hmm. I think about um, all the influences. Now, I'm here to tell you, I did not know this until recently. There is such a thing as um, social media influencers, like it's a job. Yeah. Like, I didn't know about that. Like, I, I didn't know what that was. I had to yeah. look that up. Okay, I had to Google that. I'm old.
1: Yeah, it's, bas- I, it's basically running a business. with Yeah, I, I didn't
0: know it was real. Yeah. I didn't know that was real. But I think about them, and I think about who's their drivers. Mm. <laughs> who's behind them? Who's making their decisions? Now, my young adults and my teenagers right here, check this out. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself because at the end of the day, that's all you got. Mm -hmm. That's all you got. If you're making decisions based upon the group that you're with, if you are doing things because it's socially acceptable in them, that's your backseat driver. No. Kick them out of the car. Love it. Love it. Get rid of them. Put them in the trunk. I don't care because at the end of the day, you're the only one who can sit there and say, I did this because I wanted to. If you're telling me I did this because they wanted to or I did this because they said this is a good idea, you're failing. You are failing and you're failing others. I'll tell you why you're failing others. Because you're stopping yourself from being a better influence on other people. If you are who you are and your backseat driver is your passion for life, then you are projecting that to other people. You are out there helping others be who they should be. But when you're allowing other people to dictate you, to puppet you, puppet you, pulling your strings, all you're doing is letting people around you down. Mm -hmm. Stop doing it. Enough is enough. There is nothing wrong with who you are. There is nothing wrong with your lifestyles. There's nothing wrong with your choices. There's nothing wrong with your likes and dislikes. Embrace them. Love it. Be you, okay? Because I'm here to tell you your greatest letdown will be you'll never fulfill their expectations. You will never be who they want you to be. And I don't care if you tell me, oh, I got this big group of friends. They're my best friends in the whole wide world. We all like each other. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a liar, and I'll tell you how you're a liar, because your other friends talk about what your other friends say about you when you're not around, but yet when you're together, you all act like things are just fine. Okay? I live that stuff every single day. Stop. Surround yourself with people who are not afraid to hurt your feelings. Mm. Okay? Not everybody gets a trophy. I'm here to tell you that right now. Life does not hand out trophies. He is one of my best friends. He is my brother. I don't even like the word friend. He is my brother. (laughs) Do you know why? Because he can't hurt my feelings.
1: <laughs> True.
0: I can't offend him. He can't offend me. Now there are now trust me, there are times where we may not be perfectly aligned. Right. There may be times where we irritate each other, but at the end of the day, I'll hug him and I'll tell him I love him. Facts. You high schoolers, high school is a very short moment in life. Do not tear down relationships you don't have to. Do not judge and make assumptions on yes. people you don't have to because the driving force of your car, your backseat driver is saying they're not good enough. They don't fit in. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because the reality is you're creating an assumption and a judgment of yourself that you don't like. Right. You're doing what to others what you're actually doing to yourself. You're creating a barrier that is not necessary. All because you're living out of fear of the judgment of others. Mm -hmm. Why you pass judgment of others. Just stop. Since when did we stop accepting people for who they are? It's been a while. (laughs) I'm telling you what. I coached for a long, long time. This is a true story. True story. We're at a wedding this past weekend. Yep. We're at a wedding. This is this is funny because this is where this whole thing comes together. <laughs> We're at a wedding and there is a woman who I care for dearly. She has three sons who I love dearly. Um, I've had a relationship with all of them. Um, some more than others, but yeah. they all have soft spots with me. Right. There is a group of guys, I don't know, what did you say? Six or eight guys that you graduated with? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something, folks. My teenage boys right now that are listening to this, mm-hmm. you call yourself a brotherhood, you don't know what the heck you're talking about. This is a brotherhood. okay? These are guys that enjoy each other's success, that root each other to be better, yep. that never become jealous because one has something they don't. No, 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 no. This is a real brotherhood. This is people who want people to succeed regardless of their stature, social acceptance, whoever they are, whether they come from the wrong side of the tracks or not. This is a true group of brotherhood. Okay. Take notes. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're sitting there and she comes up to me and her son's getting married. I'm Mm -hmm. officiating the wedding. Correct. (laughs) And she says, who would have ever thought two boys who grew up with IEPs and people tell them they never could would succeed at this level. Now I get emotional. I'm trying not to cry right now. I'm telling you right now, I get emotional when people say this stuff. And I looked at her, and I said, you know what? I said, because you cannot substitute motivation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You cannot in the support. He's running a construction company. He's a a super. He's got a house, a beautiful wife. He's supporting his brothers. Mm -hmm. This young man is a true success story. Beautiful. And people are telling him his entire life he's not good enough. This is the same young man who was a heck of an athlete where we grow up and was even recruited And had the smarts to say, that's not for me. I already know where I want to go. He knew what his passion was. He knew what he wanted his backseat to be. Not what people wanted. He didn't want what people wanted. His old man, his old man was devastated when he wouldn't accept a college scholarship.
1: D1 athlete, guys. D1 athlete.
0: His old man was devastated. He spent the entire night of that rehearsal dinner telling me about his son's highlight videos. I know, I saw them. (laughs) Yeah. The kid was legit, but it wasn't his passion. He said, no, no, I know who my backseat driver is. He chased it, he succeeded, and he made it. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm looking at another one over here. Unbelievable athlete. Unbelievable athlete. Came out of college telling me he's going to be a police officer. And I said, I, you know, what's funny is this, hey, told you, I can't, I can't offend him. I looked at him and said, now that ain't for you. <laughs> he, did. he did. I said, that ain't for you. I know you too well. That ain't for you. Right. And now I watch him and I see where he is. Let me tell you something, young people. Let me tell you right now. You need to think about what your motivation is. You need to think about what's chirping in your ear. You need to think about before you're on the Instagram, on the Snapchat, on the Twitter, whatever it is you're on. You need to think about how are these things influencing me? What am I allowing to drive behind me? Who's my Monday morning quarterback? Right? Who is that? It better be you. It better be you. You better be motivating yourself. You better stay true to yourself because I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, regret and remorse, they are a horrible pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And you are going to tear down relationships with people that it's unnecessary. Right. It's not necessary. We've come to a point in this country where we do not support people. Mm-hmm. The minute they have some form of a success, success, we want to tear them down. Ugly. I want to tear you down because I don't have what you have. Right. I want to tear you down because your abilities are better than mine. I don't like you because you can do this better and I can't. When did this start? What's wrong with just saying, you know what? You're better than me at this. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is is you're probably better than them at something. Right. There are things you do all day long that I cannot do. Vice versa. We talked about that last week. One of the things you're great at in the business is networking. Mm-hmm. One of the things I struggled with the most when I was selling myself was the networking. I hate it. Right. I'm not good at that. But I accept that, I accept that. I don't judge you. No. My wife is so good. She has the patience of an angel. Uh, she, she puts up with me. Um, I don't right. I'm an old football coach, man. Mm-hmm. I'm zero to ninety all the time. heck yeah, you know what I mean? And she looks at me all the time, just shakes her head. <laughs> she just shakes <laughs> her head. But you know what it she don't it doesn't it doesn't love me less, right You know what she does she keeps me in track. Mm-hmm. I accept that from her. It doesn't mean she's driving my ship. It doesn't just mean she's back there driving my ship. It means she's keeping me whole. Right. Because I look at that and I say, you know, right, baby, you're right. You're right. My motivation's right here. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Because my passion drives me. My passion in life drives me. Yeah. And my passion is my family. Right. My family's all I need. That's all I got. I'm a dad. I'm a brother. I'm a son. Yep. That's all I need. Love it. I want these young people to understand. Stop trying to impress other people. Stop. God created you. I know you're going to say, no, my mom and dad did. Yes, God blessed them with a wonderful child, and you are a miracle. (laughs) I'm here to tell you, God has a purpose for you. Let your passion drive you, and you will see his purpose for you. Entrepreneurs, I'm here to tell you, you entered this difficult road of wanting to run your own business. There's nothing wrong with that. Good for you. Let your passion guide you on that path. Don't worry about fear. Don't worry about how much money you're making. Don't worry about how fast you're making it or how fast you're not making it. Make your product you. People will invest in those who invest in themselves. Correct. Invest in yourself. Okay? Be that guy who deposits in your own bank. Mm -hmm. Make those deposits. Live on that passion. Listen to what he's telling you and stop listening to the noise. When I was in high school, one of my favorite things to tell myself, and I I still do it to this day, when things get crazy, I was doing it tonight, I was cooking dinner, things get crazy and my head's spinning, I always say, clear the mechanism. (laughs) It's just my little trigger. It's like, be better. It's like, it's all mental. Right. I just tell myself, clear the mechanism. And it checks me real quick. Stop. Stop. What's important? Right. Stop. Ask yourself, what's important? If you're on a team, what's important? Team. That's what's important. Mm -hmm. It ain't about you. It's about a team. If you're an individual running a business, what's important? What's important is you. Make your product the best it can be, and the market will take care of itself. Stop listening to the backseat driver. And I'm telling you right now, if your backseat driver is somebody who's guiding you the wrong way, throw their butts in the trunk. Lock the door and move. Okay? Get a new car. (laughs) Move on. Burn the boats. Because guess what? All you're doing, you're just living someone else's life and there ain't no happiness in that. Mm-hmm.
1: Nope.
0: I mean that's the best I can say it.
1: That was well said. Thank you. Well said, bro. Thank you. That was that was well said. Yeah. I I kind of just I I I was in the back seat just kind of taking all that in no, you're sitting you're up right. you're co piloting because
0: it wouldn't have made it, it, it wouldn't have made sense i'm telling you i tell people all the time and, I, and people do they ask me they're like oh i know you and josh choreograph this stuff we really don't <laughs> we, really, we don't. really don't um we're two alpha males who should not get along we're both <laughs> yeah. extremely bullheaded um and determined individuals who are yeah. highly competitive very um and we have ground rules for this room mm-hmm. and one of them is is i can have your title but that's it yep that's it so, but I will say this on the other side for all you people listening who may not be believers. Um, that's okay, I don't judge you for it, nope, I don't judge you for it at all. Um, but I know I'm a believer, Joshua, believer. We're both we're both sons of God and we're both heirs to his kingdom, mm-hmm. and therefore our hearts align often, they do, and that's because this show is his, it is. Um, and that's a projection. I want people who listen to the show to understand I'm a child of God mm-hmm. and yes. God makes that offer to everybody, so um. We may talk about business, we may talk about athletics, we may talk about anger, we may talk about competition, but the reality is that's life.
1: It all ties in.
0: That's life. But there are things about that that he says, okay, you're going to go through life, but let's do it my way. Yeah. And FYI, we're all going to fail. Because I fail at his way every single day.
1: All over and over and over again. It
0: doesn't mean I stop trying. Nope. Yeah.
1: No. (laughs) Drop mic. I just just dropped the mic for those that cannot see. Yeah. (laughs) Very good, guys. Uh, let's do something. Do something with the topics that were brought to, brought to you guys today. All right, you know, stop making assumptions. Um, and guys, go rewatch everything that Mark just said because, um, or listen to it because I think that is something that we all can be better at. We all can be better at because ultimately you have one shot at this life. That's it. You were blessed and gifted. With one shot, and you don't know when your time's up. So make the most of it and drive your ship. Don't let someone else do it for you. It's a fact. That's a fact. Don't let someone else do it for you. Yeah, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Another quick reminder: fo- follow us on IG, guys. You will get, you will stay up to date with us on you know new things coming our way, sponsorship stuff. Um, you will you will see clips and social. You will see a lot, Get to see a lot of tip yeah, media. Communicate
0: with us, please.
1: Tip, yes, please. please. Yeah, guys, we, our DMs are—they're starting to get active. So I appreciate you guys reaching out yeah. um, and sharing your input. You know, asking questions, whatever that might be. Send us your questions because yeah. once we compile enough questions, guys, we will dedicate an episode to some of your guys' questions 100%, 100%. and 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 answer those for you guys and hopefully provide some value and feedback. And I'm here you to tell guys. you.
0: Ask honest questions and you will get honest answers. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, um, I have no problems being vulnerable on this show. No, okay, not at all. I promise you. The longer you stay with this, you will either hear me cry or watch me cry. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. We're both emotional. So uh, <laughs> ask us honest questions and you'll get honest answers. Criticize us and we will improve. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're both coachable.
1: Yep. So Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, whatever, wherever you want to leave comments, guys follow like subscribe hit that little subscribe button guys we appreciate that and that, that kind of just lets us know yep. you know you guys are interested in what we are producing and you know we're going to keep we're going to keep our foot on the gas for you guys because um ultimately this is this is a ride we're all going to do together so i yep. appreciate you guys tuning in um other Visionary than
0: that, meals tip hat media we you appreciate it. you because yes, we're here because of you Yeah, for
1: sure no doubt all right guys have that's a, a good wrap. One.
0: next time signing out